Hi everyone, Sandman here. A big thank you to Sydney for his second donation for my channel. He lives in Los Angeles near the beach, so I'm going to show pictures of LA when I visited there last time in this video. Sydney has a particular topic that he wants me to discuss. These are some of the comments that he sent me. Hi Sandman, the topic I would like for you to discuss or provide your thoughts on and opinions is about MGTOW and the problems faced with certain friends and especially family members, mothers, fathers, siblings, and cousins. Though I know this feeling of isolation personally, but I think other MGTOWs are facing the same problem. I try to stay upbeat, but lately it's been extremely difficult. While seeing my family in California, the visits are becoming more awkward each and every single time. Most of my cousins are either married or getting remarried. They have children or are about to have children or some are in deep committed relationships. Whereas I come to family events empty-handed. My mother is the queen of starting the shaming language and embarrassing my manhood and the person that I am. I can honestly say that I hate her because I am never a full man unless I have either a girlfriend or a wife. She would often tell me about other guys around my age whom she claims to be real men or manly men, etc. My mother asked me some months ago, You'll never ever settle down or get into a relationship, right? Because I'm getting tired of trying to explain to others about my weird son that doesn't want a relationship or get married. It's getting on my nerves. I told her that's her problem and I don't live for others. Though I may have stood up to her, but it's really weighing me down. Not so much where I want to comply and make her and the family happy. I'm just getting tired of being that guy. What I mean by that guy Whenever a family member asks me a question, I feel as though they're fishing for some kind of an answer, or waiting for some catchphrase, or one of those gotcha moments. Whatever I say, they simply aren't listening or trying to understand. They're listening to get what they want. I know I shouldn't be worried or be concerned about what they think, but it's getting hard knowing that my mother sees me as a failure. I've gone through thousands of arguments with my mother and the women in my family. And the men in my family might as well be women, since they are no different. My mother had a stroke about a month ago. I didn't even visit her in the hospital. Instead, I paid for my older sister to fly out and see her. I care for her well-being, but I don't care to be around her, even at this critical moment in her life. I don't want to be around those relatives, thinking that I should do something for my mother. Well, Sydney, thanks for bringing up this topic. This has been on my mind as well a lot lately, and I'm getting the same types of questions coming from my family and friends as well. The issues regarding our MGTOW identity are similar to being a gay male 20 or 30 years ago with regards to nosy friends and family members. The stigma of being single in our society is incredible. People look at you as a failure that you can't hold a relationship, even if you've chosen to opt out in this case. By telling people that you're opting out of relationships, it stirs up all kinds of emotions and ideas in their heads. You must be a child molester, or your life is basically a failure. That's pretty much what they're thinking. And they can't seem to accept the idea that the game is rigged. Most people are like compulsive gamblers, addicted to love and relationships. And they don't seem to understand why other people aren't addicted to those types of things either. Choosing not to date or be in a relationship is even harder than playing ball for the other team in some ways. At least gay men have the ability to provide a prepackaged answer for nosy friends and family. Men going their own way are nowhere near the map of social consciousness in this case. 
If more people saw it as a conscious social choice, then many of the MGTOWs out there that don't even know they're MGTOWs would be labeling themselves as such and would be better off. And men fed up with the dating scene would no longer have to feel as much pressure to get hitched and start producing babies. And if you mention the term MGTOW to people and they look it up on the internet, it will instantly brand you as some kind of misogynistic man intent on controlling all women and hating them as well. The people that I've told about MGTOW, as well as my videos, immediately assume that I hate all women, and that's why I do what I do on the internet. When I explain to them I don't agree with the legal system and how it's stacked against men and the behavior of women these days, people simply tell me that I'm selfish and that I need to man up. And this is the response that I get over and over. Sydney, when you go to these family functions, you are invalidating their choices in life. You are essentially a threat that must be rooted out and dealt with immediately. Your values have to be identified, categorized, shamed, and exercised like a demon. Sydney, you also say that you're waiting for a gotcha moment from your friends and relatives. And I think that they are thinking that you're in the closet and they want to classify you as such. And this is something that many MGTOW are also facing as well. If you're not in a relationship, then you must be something else. Unfortunately, this is how society functions. The only way not to be shamed is to cut off your relationships to some extent with your mother. In this case, you've pretty much cut her off almost completely. Or to make her aware that this is a subject that you're not comfortable talking about, and that if she brings it up, the conversation is over. And stick to your guns as well. If she doesn't respect you enough to respect your wishes, then you have to re-examine the nature of the relationship that you have with her. And I'm sure that the stroke that she just had is probably going to complicate that. My entire life, I've been criticized for my own beliefs. When I first started using computers, I would visit BBSs and download files and chat with people online. And other people would think that that was the dumbest thing in the world to do. The same thing happened to me when I started listening to and writing dance, techno, and electronic music in the 1990s. People thought it wasn't real music and that it was just going to go away someday. It hasn't, and now most of the music out there is electronic dance music or inspired by electronic dance music. The same thing happened when I got a cell phone. No one had them, and they were criticizing me, and then all of a sudden, everyone started buying one. Or the time when I started making money on the internet in 1999. People said that what I was doing wasn't going to work. Who's going to pay you to build a website and run advertising on it? Nobody. And again, I proved them wrong. MGTOW are the early adopters in terms of lifestyle in this case. We are ahead of the curve, and in 10 years, people will take our ideas and make them socially acceptable as part of the social fabric. Until then, we have to stay true to our beliefs and not give in to shaming language and criticism from our family and friends. I know that's easier said than done, so that's why I believe that MGTOWs need to talk to each other at least online so that we can have some basic level of rudimentary support in case we need it. The irony is that we shouldn't care what our mothers, sisters, and cousins think about us, but it's hard when our neural pathways are shaped by these people in early childhood as well as in our mid-formative years. As men, many of us are used to listening to our mothers and what they have to say. And we've always looked for our mother's approval as little boys and as young teenagers and adults. And that continues well into adulthood. So we have the desire to please our mothers in many of these cases. And our mothers say, get married and have children and find a nice wife. And if we listen to her, then the cycle of male slavery continues. We lose our independence, become utilities for our wives and children. And this is our nature. 
This is what our wetware, or bodies, has been telling us to do for millions of years. And this is what our software, or social conditioning, from those around us is also telling us to do. To go against our own bodies and minds is an extremely tough thing to do. But we find value in that struggle, and purpose, and we don't want to be slaves. This is why I believe that there are so many of us obsessed with the red pill. We understand that our subconscious lizard brain is telling us to procreate and enter a relationship that is not in our own favor. So we compensate by watching and producing videos here on YouTube or discussing these issues. And many of us, including myself, do it to the point of obsession. Odds are, we're trying to rewire the way our brains work so that we can see the dangers more easily, or so that we can strengthen our neural pathways when it comes to dealing with women and their demands, as well as shaming tactics. The more we go over this MGTOW information, the more stacked the situation will be in our favor and in our conscious mind. People criticize us for talking about women all the time. I believe it's better that we talk about women and understand them so that they can stay in the foreground of our conscious mind. In this case, if they're in our subconscious mind, then we have little to no self-control over our actions and our thoughts. If you're a relative newcomer to MGTOW, then you may need to think about the MGTOW philosophy on a daily basis to help you adjust to the information that you're consuming. That's the main reason I do a video blog each and every single day, so that I remain conscious of what my neural pathways are doing, and so that I recognize the parasitic behavior around me, as well as the passive aggressiveness from people trying to take control of me. If they don't stop, I simply leave the situation and refuse to speak to them. Sydney, there's only one way to shut them up besides having a relationship, and that's basically to hire a surrogate and have a child. If you want your extended family in your life, then raising your own child is one possibility. In that case, they wouldn't have the right to judge you, because in a sense, you're doing what they're doing. Sydney, I know this strategy is probably not for you, but like I said in earlier videos, gestational surrogacy is the first alternative to reproduction that men have had in the history of the world. It's the first time in history where a man can get a male heir without having to deal with all the bullshit that comes from a female companion. I've watched many documentaries, like the one I'm putting into the description below, that show single fathers raising their kids. I'm going to coin yet another acronym, FIGTOW, or fathers going their own way. If you do choose the surrogacy route, just make sure that you get a son, because as I was watching the video link below, even female children are trying to manipulate their dads. Female nature, it seems, starts well before the teenage years. I want to close off today's video with a thought experiment. If there was a singular God consciousness out there somewhere in the universe, it would probably be extremely lonely, being the only one of its kind, possibly. No equals to relate to. Accepting MGTOW philosophy is a way to make yourself one step closer to being a God and having true enlightenment. There is nothing wrong with living alone and dying alone. It's only our fears that prevent us from doing so. If you learn to entertain yourself with only your mind as a source of entertainment, then you're truly free. If you aren't comfortable enough in your own skin and in your own head, then everything else you do in life doesn't seem to matter, does it? And if the people around you are destroying your inner peace and attacking the value system that you know to be true in your heart, then you have the option to do one of two things. You can either convert them to your way of thinking, or you can cut them off from your life and force them to behave themselves if they want to talk to you. What does everyone think about this particular thought experiment? Anyways, thanks again, Sydney, for your donation. Hopefully I've given you some new ideas to think about.
and thanks again to everyone for watching this video. Thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.